So listeners, just to give you a heads up, recorded this on August 5th. Uh, we recorded it a little bit early before we posted it way early before we posted it actually, because I had family in town. And then after that, we're going to be taking a long break and we probably won't be back until the end of the month. So just to give you a heads up. And now more real fake facts from the geek out heroes. Squirrels are nature's original doomsday preppers. They hide nuts in preparation. Yeah, they hide nuts in preparation of <laughs> of the upcoming apocalypse. We know the grasshopper isn't. <laughs> the old fables. <laughs> I tell you uh, about the the one time I was hand feeding a squirrel and it scratched me. Did, did you get squirrel powers? <laughs> and you haven't told us? Is this the is this the moment where Miles tells me he's a superhero, <laughs> listeners? <laughs> squirrel boy. <laughs> no, uh, as a, as a kid, I was holding a, a a peanut out for a squirrel, and he like fucking snatched it, like full on, no control, mm. just big old swipe of his claws, right? Mm. Scratched the shit out of my finger. I'm like, you little bastard, and uh, chased him off the porch. We've been enemies ever since. <laughs> yeah, we've been enemies ever since. I watched him from the fucking door. I totally get where dogs come from. Watched him from the door. I saw where he buried it. I went out and dug it up. <laughs> Fuck you, squirrel. <laughs> dug it up, put gas in the hole, and lit it on fire. As the, as the squirrel cried. Made a tiny little bottle cap landmine and buried it there. <laughs> oh, man. Do not attempt gust. Do not attempt to adjust. Do not attempt to adjust the frequency. There is nothing wrong with your streaming device. We are controlling the transmission. If we wish to make it louder, we will bring up the volume. If we wish to make it softer, we will tune it to a whisper. We control the hysterical. Control the rational. Mm. Yes, quite. I agree. Quite. Sit patiently, and we will control all that you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your streaming device. You are about to participate in a great awakening. You are about to experience the truth and wonder reaching from the inner mind of the Geek Out Heroes. Welcome to the Geek Out Heroes. This is Vargo. And Miles. And uh, listeners, we'll start out with the, uh, since, you know, Blizzard and Activision can't stop, it's just, it's not going to stop. And I'm, I, I got to be honest, as much as I, as much as I feel for the victims and I hope that they get justice in everything that's taken place, I absolutely do hope that. I am loving every fucking second of Activision Blizzard getting what they deserve. Right. And it doesn't stop. Why? Because the investors have decided that they are going to sue Blizzard and Activision over the first lawsuit. Uh, listeners, as you know, the investors of Blizzard and Activision have been kind of pissed off with Bobby Kotick for a long time. 
And uh, they've been, I, I shouldn't say all of them, but uh, there's a large chunk of them that were, I mean, given his, uh, his <laughs> compensation of $1.55 million was almost not passed. Uh, and I listeners, I pointed out the fact that, you know, investors can be swayed one way or another very easily. So after that, and showing that the a majority of in, or a a majority of investors were still okay with him getting his pay stock his bonus. bonus that the other part the other portion I mean it was like fifty one percent listeners so the the forty nine percent that were against it uh, they could have easily been swayed and all it all it would take is Activision Blizzard doing the right things from then on doing a lot of good things for their employees a lot of good things for their investors and staying in the you know staying out of the limelight for for bad press making sure that they create good games, made a lot of profit. That's pretty much all they had to do from there on. It sounds pretty easy given the fact that they've had their large, their largest gains as a company for the past two years in history. It's too fucking easy. Too it's fucking just too fucking easy to do the right thing. <laughs> uh, but they can't. And the reason is because of all of this uh, business with harassment, everything that's been coming up within their company. And, Listeners, in case you know, we, we talked about this last week. Yeah, there, there's tons of evidence that shows that this shit took place. That this company was guilty of it. The CEOs let it pass, and it just kind of, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll just sweep it under the rug. You have a uh, new part of their leadership that came in, who used to be an advisor during the uh, the Bush administration, uh, who was the same person who tried to cover up uh, the torturing of terrorists at. Uh, Guantanamo Bay. Uh, now, listeners, I'm going to tell you right, this right now. I'm not against torturing terrorists. They're terrorists. They're, they're evil people. But the fact is, is that they tried to lie about it. They tried to cover it up, and then they tried to sound, make it sound like it was basically they were on vacation. Couldn't even just be honest about it. Like, no, we're torturing people who are evil. Just remember, it's 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 not waterboarding if you use gasoline. So. <laughs> I think that was uh, I think that was uh, uh, Saddam Hussein's uh, son's motto, right? <laughs> no, but uh, listeners, in all ser- in, in all seriousness, uh, she she was part of that. She did try to cover a lot of that stuff up and did try to make it sound like it wasn't as bad as it as it was. And this is the same person who's trying to turn around and saying, "Oh no, the culture at Activision is just fine. <laughs> it's not like this. it's not like this. It's not. Is this it?" Is this all. the gal that sent out the the email or whatever yes. saying, "Oh, it's bad for the company, the company, yeah, try, the company, the company." Tried tried <laughs> to make the employees feel bad over the fact that yeah. they were making the company look bad because they were yeah. bringing up issues that were absolutely <laughs> happening within the company. Yeah, same person. So, uh, I mean, like this this is how Activision tried to tried to solve this issue. So, what's happened now is the investors who were originally were 49%. I'm sh- pretty sure it's a lot larger than that that are pissed off at this point. That was damage control. Yeah, they're <laughs> really pissed off at, uh, well, th- they were trying to do damage control, but they weren't doing damage control. They were making it worse. It was just getting worse and worse and worse. Every single response they had. So their investors are sitting there going, everything you do is getting this is making this even worse. You're not addressing the issue. You allowed this issue to happen in the first place, which makes us lose complete confidence in you as a company. So now you have more than you probably have more than 49% who are pissed off at Bobby, just Bobby Kotick alone, who 
are now going after the company and saying, look, we invested in, in, in you under the guise that you would actually be a good company. You would be a moral company. You would do this. Stuff. When I say moral company listeners, I mean a company that wouldn't get caught <laughs> and, <laughs> and, would, and would make them lots of money. But the investors are going after them because this has all become public and this has now become so much worse. And it's because these allegations started over two years ago and the investigation began two years ago. The investigation finished up recently with the uh, state of California. State of California found them guilty on all accounts. Not, not, not when you, when you usually hear about these things, like there's usually certain ones that they, they, they go, ah, actually this wasn't founded to be true, or there's not enough information here, or there's not enough proof here, but no, all of them. What you mean? Every single person, that was coming forward and saying this stuff happened, this stuff happened, this stuff happened, this stuff happened over two years ago after the first person started. Those were all true. That's so listeners. That is massively rare. Usually when you have like, usually you have like false testimonies from people and this happens within law all the time. So like somebody gives a statement says, Oh, this happened to me too. Or, or this happened to me. And then somebody comes up and goes, Oh, this happened to me too. And it turns out that you have, you know, one out of three people who say this took place yeah. might be might be faking it. It's just because they want attention in those cases. Attention or money, you know. Yeah. And it, it hurt you know, when that happens more frequently than not, it damages the credibility absolutely. of actual, you know, complaints. Yeah. And absolutely. vice versa too. I mean oh, yeah. when there's a lot of credible complaints, the the, the reasonable doubt thing for, for people that are just making it up, it basically disappears. Yeah, it's not needed. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, of course they did that. Yeah, absolutely. So a daisy chain of uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it happened. Yeah. So in this case, they're they're finding out like, nope these these people were right. These people had legitimate complaints. This shit happened. We have proof that it happened. We have receipts that it happened. We have text messages. We have emails. We have photos. Uh, it's unfucking real. So because of that, and because Activision couldn't get their house in order. And couldn't get their shit together over two years ago and couldn't stop this fucking landslide of nonsense that's been taking place. I mean, you had a you had the head of uh Blizzard. I'm not gonna say that he encouraged it all the time, but he went when somebody at a at a conference, like I kind of understood her complaint of the fact that they I watched a video with Young Yai, she showed an old female an old footage. Armor. Yeah. About the female armor. I get it. The response wasn't uh like it was supposed to be joke, like it was supposed to be joking in jokingly, but they took it too far. They took yeah. they took the joke too far, and the response should have the response should have ended with him saying, "I get what you're saying. You know, we'll, we we should look into a uh, certain art of the armor that's more function rather than uh, aesthetic for certain characters." And that's really what the girl was getting at was can can we have armor that looks it looks like it's more functional rather than oh she's in a bikini rather than silent from like this is the one I love to use listeners because it's Hideo Kojima. I love Hideo Kojima games and I think he makes some great games but god damn seriously silent is is it silent or quiet? Can't remember. I can't remember her name. It's from Metal Gear Solid 5 but she's in a bikini and she basically has no clothing on almost. And she's supposed to be the soldier. And the reason why she looks like that is supposedly she breathes through her skin. That's such fucking horse shit. It, sound, it sounds fucking ridiculous. Like she has no, it's no functionality whatsoever for it. So 
Well, I mean, technically, we all breathe through our skin. <laughs> technically, yes. <laughs> yeah, not not to this extent. No, like where no. you where you suffocate <laughs> to death. Apparently, uh, if you didn't wear a bikini, like I, it's just yeah. that's that's fucking nonsense. Like, and that was his yeah, reasoning and, and behind it. And I go ahead. Yeah, and 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 his response and that that panel's response was very much the attitude of, "Well, you're a girl, Gramer. Go fuck yourself. This is how yeah. it is," kind of thing. Yeah, that's not and, what was said, but that's that's the feel. Yeah, you had you had one guy who's who, and he made comments too. Like he he jokingly went along with the whole like, well, which catalog would you like us to go with? When she said, "Can we have a character that doesn't look like they came out of Victoria's Secret catalog?" Uh, right. She was asking for for a legitimate designs that looked like they were more functional. Like if you had a barbarian class and stuff like that, or or a Templar, the they need to look like they would actually be using this armor. It doesn't matter if the armor has like shaped for the woman figure. That's fine, but it needs to look like it actually serves a function. Uh, actual coverage. <laughs> yeah. Like that. this would actually legitimately be used. The first comment was, was funny when he said, you know, which, which catalog would you like to just pull from? That was funny. I laughed. Listeners. I laughed at that, but then they took it too far. They kept joking about it and asking her, like, you know, where do you want us to, where do you want us to get it from? Instead of, you know, taking the one guy's statement, instead of actually addressing it. Yeah, instead of taking the one guy, the one, the one guy in the group that said, that essentially, you know, said, I, you know, I understand what you said, what you're saying, and and addressed the actual question. And then everybody else just joked about it, and you had fucking, you know, the the head of Blizzard, you know, who who made the statement of, oh, you know, we don't, I don't give in to misogynist behavior and stuff like that, and. You know, talking about how the saint, the the patron saint of his house is uh, a feminist and all this stuff, and then you have him joking along with them, going along with the jokes, and then doing the whole like, yeah, devil horns when uh when they joked even more about it, and I sat there going, yeah, that sounds like a that sounds like a front, that sounds like a virtue signal in my opinion, not unusual considering the virtue the virtue signaling and the uh, bullshit speech he gave after uh, what happened with. Uh, the Hong Kong situation, but, uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. I guess full of shit. Yeah. So but, it, I mean that on the plus side, that is, that is, I don't know. I don't even really, I don't know how well you can even call it a plus side. He's leaving. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's uh, leaving. He's going to be taking his pension. It's not going to hurt him whatsoever. It would not no, surprise no. me listeners. If someday you actually found out that he worked for Google yeah, or, or EA or Apple, Ubisoft or, or, or one of the it, larger be, companies he'll, that he'll land been somewhere no- probably. Yeah, one of the larger companies that have been known to actually have this problem as well. Uh, wouldn't surprise me in the least. These people always end up landing on their feet. I mean, for God's sake, look at Phil Harrison. Right. Uh, over at Google. Oh, man. Anyways, not to get into that, not not to open up that can of worms. Uh, <laughs> so because yeah, of this, like, uh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say his position is going to be filled by two people. Uh, yeah. I, I don't remember the names there. It's in company though. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's one of those things. Co-leaders. Like, yeah. It's in company. So company has this issue, like, you know, r- regardless of one of them being female, you know, what's the likelihood that these two knew something and were basically part of the problem to the Activision blizzard investors. If you guys want somebody who's going to clean house miles, and I would be glad to take Bobby Kotick's position. <laughs> it would, it would be, I will very, be harsh, but fair. Yeah, 
I will be harsh, <laughs> but fair. You've heard us on this podcast. Like we listeners, we're not, you know, as you guys know, we're not really PC and stuff like that. And we are do allow our humor to kind of get the better, the best of us when it comes to just trying to say the funnies or some, something that's funny. We will say inappropriate things that are, that are humorous to us. However, if it affects someone else, if it affects someone who we, who we know or work with, you'd see a very different side of that. And that's the response that should have come from Activision. That should have been the response from Bobby Kotick of, hey, I'm been, you know, his, his response to this after hearing about any of this stuff should have been like, what the hell's going on? What are you guys doing over there? What are you guys doing within our own company? But that's not what happened. Instead, they ended up protecting as many people as they could. For God's sakes, one guy was moved and then promoted twice. Uh, and that was like 15 complaints in. Yeah. It's just what what does it actually take? Whereas if I were the head of that company, I'd be going, okay, uh, well, here's what's going to happen. Um, you've had a lot of complaints against you and they're they're starting they're they're piling up. So what we're going to do is uh, you're going to be suspended without pay and we're going to investigate what happens. Now, if it turns out that everything's okay, you'll be unsuspended and your pay will be compensated for the amount of time you've been let go due to false accusations. And we'll go after the person, the people who are accusing you. But we have to take this absolutely seriously. Now, it should be taken seriously the first fucking time and just yeah. investigate it right then. Is this actually happening? Are you doing yeah. this stuff? It'd be like, if, uh, if it turns out that we actually find that you're guilty of these things, uh, we are actually going to pay for these people's civil suits against you. <laughs> yeah. We're going to make sure that you don't work for us again. So, and then we're going to come after you for having to pay out those civil suits. <laughs> right. So like that, that's, that's the thing is like, you don't have these companies with morals and the investors are seeing the shit, the, the shit storm that's coming from this. So they're getting this massive amount of bad PR. It's hurting their stock. So the investors are suiting or are suing them because of, the they're they're claiming and it's a legitimate claim listers of it's they've they've seen a false inflation of stock for two years for over two years while this has been happening because they've been covering up had this all come out over two years ago activision stock would be where it is today which is much lower and the investors have been basically are, are now losing tremendous amounts of money after being sold fake uh stock for years because they like a lot of these investors listeners, some of them had to buy into it. Like they bought into the company when the stock was really high, they, you know, made money because the stock continued to grow. But the problem is, is if this had come out years back, the stock would actually be worth far less. And if you had joined, let's say you joined Activision in the past four years, the stock would have been far lower than it is today. Not even today, but it went, but then it was. So a lot of these investors have a legitimate complaint of you guys have been lying to us. You've been lying to your investors. This stock has been inflated and you've been faking your numbers by covering all of this up. This is more than word of mouth. This is this kind of stuff that actually legitimately hurts a company's standing. That's, that's why I say, you know, most stocks are, are based off of word of mouth. That's absolutely true. Because if this had come out all years ago, value. yeah, because if this had come out years ago, the perceived value would have gone way down. Yeah, they're right now they're at where their highest was in 2018. Yeah. I believe that when that happened or I believe the 2018 thing was uh 
the dip was after uh, they had that massive uh, backlash from loot boxes, I think. Uh, or the Diablo well. Mobile. Ooh, that's a good point, too. Uh, they uh, t- I know. I know they took a hit after that. I don't know how bad it was, but faith uh, faith in their company dropped pretty fucking hard. Listeners, by the way, sorry, I've been talking with my hands, and if you hear thumps while I'm talking, it's because I've been tapping the pad that is right underneath the mic. You know what's funny is I've been noticing other people use mics uh, like ours. Only they don't have like they'll they'll hit the table and stuff like that. You don't hear any of that shit coming through their mic. That throws me off. Yeah. I'm like why? what the fuck are they using that I don't know about that I need to figure out <laughs> how to make sure that that shit doesn't happen anymore. So I apologize listeners. I'm, I'm at my desk. I normally am not over here. So the thumping you're hearing is me tapping the desk. I'm pulling a loach today. So, and in more Activision news, the funniest, one of the funniest things that we saw was that they were promoting their next season for warfare and uh, uh, sorry Warzone. for, uh, yeah. for, for Warzone. And uh, they're introducing a, a character that's a hacker. And on top of that is also a woman. And we're sitting there going, man, you guys are just, you're, you're nailing the timing on this shit. So like you've also, you for after the past, you know, several years of getting fucking just dumped on for the amount of fucking hackers that are actually in your multiplayer, you're introducing a hacker into your multiplayer. And on top of that, with what's been going on with the sexual harassment claims, you're introducing a female. Man, virtue signaling all around. Oh, we care about women. Yeah, we know. A little too much. <laughs> yeah, Lister's not saying that they shouldn't use a female character. I'm just saying like it's very – it seems like very inappropriate timing given everything that's happening right now. In other news, uh, Miles, tell us about Ghost of Tsushima. So I'm still still disappointed, obviously, with Ghost of Tsushima charging for the upgrade on the PS5. Yep. Whether or not that's a sucker punch issue or Sony, we've talked about it before. I don't fucking know, but if you're, I think it's a Sony issue of one hundred percent. I think if you're buying the DLC, that upgrade should automatically be included. I agree. Um, but they they unveiled their exciting new uh, multiplayer mode that they had been uh, teasing over the past few weeks, and it's Stand just alone. Gambit. Yeah, it's Destiny's Gambit, <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, you know, I, I don't hate Gambit, but uh, I was never a fan. And uh, for them to basically completely copy and paste it, really unimaginative for Sucker Punch, in my opinion. So. On top of that, I'm a little worried that they're getting a little too focused on adding more games as service elements to Ghost of Tsushima rather than adding or, or working on a new story for uh, their own company, like a new game. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Something that Sucker Punch has always been a a top tier developer on is just making sure that they have individual uh, single player stories. And while the multiplayer that's been added to Ghost of Tsushima Tsushima has been fun and was a nice or a nice bonus that we didn't really expect. uh, It seems like it's yeah, it it seems like it's taking a little too much focus. Um, And I don't want that. Yeah, so that's the new thing is that mode. Uh, they're doing a few more maps for survival and uh, they're doing a new raid. And yeah, that's that's about it. Um, that's it's super disappointing. We, we, we joked about it and we, you know, I say joked. We were totally serious about it. If they added a co-op campaign, we'd be all over that shit. Oh, yeah, um, because the missions were fun. I, I I wish they were adding more missions 
yeah, uh, for us to go through and do you know work in tandem on. Those were fun. Um, and I guess to some degree you might get some of that with the uh, the new raid. Yeah, it might might factor in. I don't yeah. know. Kind of doubt it. But it's and and help God help fucking sucker punch if it was them that yeah that made the call on the upgrade. I don't think it is. I think it's Sony. But I yeah, I absolutely think it's Sony. Your your fan base made it so that you essentially adopted a fucking island to Japan and, and restored <laughs> a shrine. Like you had one of the coolest and, and most dedicated fan bases of recent time. And you're gonna nickel and dime people on a fucking upgrade. <laughs> like yeah, it's, kiss my ass. It's it's the you whole know? thing that uh the reason here's the reason why I think it's Sony. I think it's Sony because of their of Sony's trend to make games seventy dollars for the PS5. I mean, you look at Godfall. Godfall was a PS5 exclusive. That was seventy dollars when it came out. Uh, you look at Ratchet and Clank. That was seventy dollars when it came out. You look at uh, Returnal. Right. That was seventy dollars when it came out. Anything that was PlayStation exclusive for the PS5 was going the seventy dollar route. Complete nonsense. Spider Man. Yeah, minus <laughs> Spider Man. But Spider Man also wasn't going to be a full price game. Yeah. Uh, and Spider-Man was one of those things like, oh, if you buy and, and they turn around and still said, oh, if you buy Spider-Man, the uh, collector's edition or whatever it was for uh, Miles Morales, you get the new Spider-Man or the, the original Spider-Man, Insomniac Spider-Man uh, for the PS5. And it's the PS5 version. It's the, auto, or the automatically you know updated version. But if you had the PS5 version or the PS4 version, you didn't get that. Yeah. Okay. So they like Sony has consistently shown that they believe that their games are worth $70 and listeners, I'm not going to contest the fact of that they're worth $70 or not. I'm contesting the fact that you had a $60 game that debuted at $60. The stuff that they're adding in does not like, I'm sorry, it does not make the game look so much better that it is a $70 increase because I don't believe the developer, I'm sorry, I don't believe the developers had to put that much more work into the game that was already completed in order to get it to that point. No, and like you've said it before, you know, PC already has access to this. Yeah. You know, there's there's no there's no fucking contest. Yeah. Listeners, PC is, has, like, all the stuff they're, that they're adding for this generation, minus ray tracing, with ray tracing, you know, put ray tracing aside everything else that they're putting into these games the higher textures the 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 uh fidelity quality like all that stuff has been available on pc for over five years and pc hasn't hit those levels for cost yeah they're not not getting nickel dimed on that aspect and that's the other thing too with ghost of tsushima it's heavily believed that that is coming to pc soon yeah so, like, where the fuck is your justification for this extra fucking upgrade fee? It is something that, that seems absolutely driven by PlayStation. I'm and sure. the this is the problem that I have with that, listeners, is the fact I that... I only say that I don't know if it's them or, or Sucker Punch because I, I haven't seen anything that definitively says... It's benefit of the doubt, I get it. But I, I absolutely yeah. believe what you're saying. I believe it's it's Sony. But. Yeah, and the reason why... I, and the other thing is, listeners, I, I think that this is kind of a bad sign because this kind of shows... With the censorship that Sony's been having in California, uh, which is where they've decided to to make all their decisions from, and other things like other things that have happened from the company recently, Sony is 
slowly turning back into Sony from PS3 launch, which was a company that thought they were too big to fail. And unfortunately, right now, I think that's that's kind of true because of the amount of the amount of PS5s they've sold. Whether or not those those PS5s have actually been in the hands of people, we don't know. Uh, regular people, we're not scalpers. We don't know. They've sold 10 million con- or 10 million PS5s, and I'm sorry, I don't believe that. <laughs> like, right. you can't tell me you sold 10 million PS5s and you're still having to make your games for the PS4 as well. Sony knows something's up. They know that that number is kind of inflated on the fact that they've sold that many to to retailers, but they don't know how many actually. I don't know if they know how many are actually in the hands of the public. That that doesn't matter to their investors. <laughs> and that's the thing that yeah, that's, that's the thing. thing. It doesn't matter to their investors. <laughs> so you know, I although I, Sony's no no longer a publicly traded company and hasn't been since January, I think is that it. Yeah, I think they, they they had closed it down. I noticed it. I didn't notice it until like three months after. Oh, I was wow. like, man, their their stock hasn't moved. Huh. I was like, oh, it's because I'm not allowed to trade on it. Anymore. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, on top of that, Sony has when it came to the PS5. I'm not saying they skimped on all the technology. They made sure that the PS5 was able to make a profit within a year. The first time I've seen a console be able to do that other than the the Nintendo consoles uh, in a while. It's the first time I've seen that from a PlayStation console ever. So within less than a year, the PS the PS5 is now no longer selling at a loss. So if it's no longer selling at a loss, the technology that went into it isn't as expensive as you think it is. Right. So if it's not as expensive as as you think it is, is it really as advanced as it should be? Well, no, it's they're they're clearly leaving room for the PS the PS5 Pro. That's going to happen. Microsoft I think approached the Xbox Series X with a, the the thought process of we're we're more we're going to try and make a console that's not going to need that. Whether or not they're going to need it or not, I I I don't know listeners. I mean it's based off of RDNA 2, and next year come, they're coming out with RDNA 3 for the GPU, and they're going to be in uh, the uh, Zen 4 processors. So if the, yeah. PS, if the PS5 has any of that, if the PS5 Pro has any of that technology in there, it's going to be way beyond what the Xbox uh, Series X can yeah. do. It's one of those things. If there's going to be a market for it, there's a market for it. Absolutely. And they're going to do it. So... Yeah, it's simple as that. I would, I would, I would run under the assumption, listeners, right now, that the Xbox Series will eventually have an Xbox Series X Pro or whatever the fuck it's going to be, or Elite, uh, at some point. Series XX. Yeah, right. It, it's it's <laughs> probably going to have to have a, that mid step update in order to compete with Sony with whatever they're doing. But Sony made the PS5 with the notion of, well, we're going to come out with something that can be done right now. It is an next-gen console and the fact that it uses solid-state drive technology. It can load things faster, uh, but it needs to start turning a profit within the first year. Microsoft approached it of, well, we're not super concerned about turning the profit right away. We want to make sure we get our console out there and people buy our games. And our console needs to seem like it's the top of the line for a good while. And it is out of the, yeah, out for of the, the most part, it's been doing, doing pretty solid. Yeah. Out of the two, the Xbox uh, series X is the more powerful console listeners. 
case in case you didn't know that. Um, absolutely. Certainly gotten more uh, gotten more use than my PS5 has. <laughs> Currently, yes. Uh, and part of that has to do with the fact that the PS5, one, doesn't have a whole lot of games, and two, for exclusives, and two, its exclusives are coming out at $70. Yeah. Drop the price, Sony. Drop it down to $60. The only reason I haven't picked up Ratchet and Clank, I want to play it. Yeah, the thing... The thing I'm not looking forward to is when God of War comes out and when uh, Horizon uh, Forbidden West. That really twists your arm? Yeah. Horizon Horizon Forbidden West listeners has been delayed till next year. Will we see it on the PS4 still? Or are they delaying it a little bit longer to see how many PS5s come out? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They've they've said it's going to be on the PS4, so I would assume they're still going to do the PS4 release. Uh, now the next question is: Is it going to be sixty dollars on the PS4 and seventy dollars on the X uh, on the PS5? Almost guarantee it. Willing, to oh, bet I, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm willing yeah. to bet there's also going to be a version of oh, you can buy it for the PS4 and the PS5 version at seventy dollars right now. It'll be that'll be the digital one, and if you buy the disc for the PS4, you can buy the for ten you'll for ten dollars you'll be able to upgrade to the uh, the PS5 version. Listeners, I'm so sure of it. I'm willing to bet on it. and you can ask miles i rarely bet (laughs) on anything that's not sure so uh and we we've we totally fucking nailed forbidden west being delayed oh yeah like yeah we wanted it we listeners we really wanted it to come out this year we wanted something good to release this year and we've just been you know basically dragging our heels on that there hasn't been anything fantastic yeah um that we've played Maybe Ratchet and Clank is the exception, but I won't fucking know because I'm just doing it out of principle that I'm not yeah. shelling out an extra ten dollars. Yep. But uh, yeah, I I did not believe for a second that it was actually going to legitimately come out this year. Yeah. Uh, Miles and I, listeners, when Miles and I watched the gameplay for it, it looked phenomenal, and we absolutely loved it. Uh, yeah, Miles, it didn't look like it had really any issues per se. Like, yeah. all right, this is actually a lot more complete than I thought it was. Miles made the statement of, I, it, and he said it might, he goes, it might come out this year, <laughs> this year based off of yeah. that, based off of that gameplay. And, and I said, I said, yeah, you know, it's a possibility. Uh, but he quickly turned around and he said, I still think it's going to get delayed. <laughs> yeah. And I said, yeah. I mean, like it, it just it seemed like a no brainer of like, yeah, it's definitely going to get delayed. We called God of War wasn't coming out uh, last year when people were like, oh, it's going to come out next year. We're like, no, it's not. <laughs> there's, yeah. there's no way it's coming out in 2021. Uh, and in fact, listeners right now for God of War, I would be actually surprised if it came out in 2022. I'm, I'm telling you right now, I will be surprised if they actually come uh, to if it. If it does, it'll be. Much later, I think, than uh, Forbidden West. Yeah, just and to offset the hits. The re- yeah, yeah, and the reason why I say that, listeners, is because we've actually seen gameplay from from for Forbidden West. We haven't seen any <laughs> gameplay for God of War. No, but we do still get we you know at least uh, up until I want to say last month we were still getting teased that oh yeah. it's gonna come out yeah. maybe this year it's happening like we weren't getting any. Yeah, we weren't getting any confirmed thing of uh 2022 or 2023. Yeah, I I still don't think Dying Light 2 is going to come out this year. I yeah. I hope it does. <laughs> that one's got like it a firm date, good. doesn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, I think it. I think it has a. I think it's slated for like the first week in December. Yeah, like December seventh or something. Uh, I I I hope it comes out. I hope it's great. I hope I'm fucking wrong, and that's the uh, the crowning fucking jewel for the year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listeners, we, I think when they showed off when they showed it off uh, briefly, and they talked about it, like the the latest gameplay preview, where they had talked about it a little bit, and they said it's coming out December so and so. Miles and I both went, yeah, right. <laughs> like, and that's the thing. Like, it looked, it looked pretty solid, and you know, uh, I don't want to say finished, but on the road to being finished last year. Yeah, you know, and uh, you know, then you hear about all the squabbles internally, and you know, shit just not going well. I'm like, well, that's going to add a year, <laughs> right? <laughs> at the at least, because we've seen that happen several times. Yeah. So. So uh, who knows? Yeah, who knows? But anyways, uh, listeners, other things that have come up that we have forgotten to to bring up because of other crap that we've been talking about. But I did want to bring up today is that supposedly, like, I guess a someone or a group in the Ukraine were caught with thirty eight hundred PlayStation fours. Uh, and listeners, that's not the, that's not the problem. They, I mean, you know, maybe they're, maybe they're racking up their energy bill too much and that's how they found them in the first place. But the thing that, uh, that they were caught on was the fact that they were running a farm of playstations in order to get FIFA coins and sell them or rather get the coins to, in order to sell product, uh, to other people. I just thought that was an interesting story. Like, could you, could you imagine opening up a warehouse and seeing like, all these fucking playstations just running like uh, listeners it's, it's like the uh when the military bought all those uh those ps3s back in the day to run uh linux on and they had them doing supercomputing because of the the cpus that they had in them and they just had them running uh different programs and and uh tethered together to not to play games uh, only in that case, that was funnier because uh, somebody had accidentally told all the PlayStations to update and they had updated and removed the, the ability to use Linux on them anymore, which made that a very expensive lesson. <laughs> but 3,800 3, PS4s. And I laughed to myself because like, I, I know it's a group of uh, people, listeners of uh, a group trying to sell these products to people and trying to make their own money. And they're, they're essentially uh, bypassing uh, the gaming devices in order to, or, you know, the game in order to do that uh, without EA knowing it. But, and, and Miles, you had brought up the fact that they, they had bought, uh, or, you know, they would have to own copies of FIFA. And I don't know if they legitimately own them or not, but they were definitely running FIFA in order to do it. So it's possible. Right. So that, that'd be a, yeah. a large investment to make in order to make money, but you could make a lot of money just selling shit to people because they can't get a hold of it in the game. And that should tell you something, listeners, if people fit, sit there and figure out that, Hey, we can actually make a lot of money off of their customers because their customers can't get what they want from the game without grinding the shit out of it or giving EA shit tons of money, but they could pay us, you know, a fraction of that. We make a shit ton of money, but they pay us a fraction of it and they get what they want out of it. And they bypass EA system entirely. That should tell you a lot about what's going on with that game. If, uh, if somebody figured out that they could do this and make tons of money on their own uh, and customers, their own, you know, FIFA's own customers, EA's customers were bypassing the system to do, to go to these people to get that shit. 
then yeah, it just reminds me of uh <laughs> you know world of warcraft people selling characters and gold right because <laughs> it's essentially the same thing they would sit there and farm or grind up you know what was desired and then fucking sell it to yeah. people that didn't want to spend that time on on world of warcraft yeah but I would have loved to have fucking been around for the detectives for that fucking shit. Right. Because, <laughs> like, oh my God, there's 3,800 PS4s. What were they do- What nefarious thing were they doing? <laughs> Mining FIFA coin. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is what I've been investigating for three months to try to break into? I thought they were, I thought they were trying to hack, like, into the freaking... <laughs> You know, Ukraine government database or or something like Destabilize that. The Destabilize the euro. The <laughs> euro. Nope. Just trying to get FIFA coin that's not not worth anything anywhere else other than in FIFA. But uh, yeah, I just I thought that was hysterical. Um, just what the this fuck? will make my career. <laughs> it's just like that's that's your that's your like you. I was gonna retire after this. Now I can't retire after this. I like retiring off of a joke. Um, you know, <laughs> thought I was going to be doing a raid and finding, you know, uh, a hotbed of drugs and, uh, <laughs> human trafficking and shit and find 3,800 PlayStation fours. <laughs> <laughs> just sounds, sounds fucking ridiculous. Like, unless there's, I realize that it's probably more, more Should legal we press per- charges. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, <laughs> EA wants us to do all this so for nothing. Will. Uh, I mean, you know, I don't know why the guys who did it don't just tell EA it's, it's, you know, it's surprise mechanics guys. Come on. (laughs) Can't get mad. We learned it from you. Uh, (laughs) From watching you. you. (laughs) Anyways, listeners, uh, in other news, uh, Tencent is, so this is weird. Tencent took out a patent that deals with redistribution of your digital assets uh, to your next of kin or to, you know, the state in general, should you pass away? Um, it, it, when you, when you hear about it, it sounds it, like, I mean, it sounds like a good thing. You, you think about this years back and you'd never think that this would ever pass on anything. Like what the fuck right. are you talking about? Digital, like digital, uh, assets but it means like you know games that you download or you purchased uh movies that you've purchased on voodoo stuff like that uh anything that that was a digital like that was digitally uh obtained and is only viewed digitally is uh they took out a patent on how to deal with the redistribution of that and it sounds like a good thing because you know if somebody passes away like if i were to pass away i would want my movies and stuff like that to be redistributed like that, that I purchased on voodoo to be distributed to the rest of my family. Now listeners, I have my own ideas of how that fucking works because it's simply solved by the fact of, I just give people my password and my login yeah. information. <laughs> Congratulations. The account's now yours. It's essentially Seem- the, uh, the legacy option on Facebook. Yeah. See, like, seems pretty fucking easy to, somebody. to do that. You assign it to somebody. It seems pretty easy to do that. Now I, but here's the thing with, with Tencent, I can't help but feel that there's an ulterior motive to this because it's right. Tencent. <laughs> and it listeners. Who are you planning to kill, Tencent? Yeah. 
like right like it's listeners it has nothing to do with the fact that they're that they're a chinese company like i mean that that's a little bit to do with it but it's it's a company that took out a patent like why would a company take out a patent on how you deal with the redistribution of your digital assets that that should be a legal issue not a patent issue that's weird to me right so uh is it so that they can make sure you, and that's the thing is like if you hold a patent on how that's dealt with you can also make sure that people can't do that in the long run so if tencent owns you know continues to own more and more of the gaming industry as they continue to own more and more of the gaming industry right now uh is this or are they going to turn around and be like yeah this is so that you can't turn around and take any games that you purchased from the companies that we own and give them away to a friend so uh, you you technically can't even do that now unless you're unless your friend or your or the person you know owns your console and has your login information and everything like that. You'd have to merge yeah. your accounts in order for that to happen. Uh, Shit, I couldn't even do that for the longest time. For the longest time, I had two uh, two Xbox accounts. Yeah, because I wasn't always you know the the screen name I have. Yeah. And uh, I would contact Microsoft and be like, I'm the owner of both of these accounts. Can you just merge that one over to this one? Because I had like, I don't know, 15 bucks maybe in credit or something on my old account. Yeah. And they were like, oh, we can't do it. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> How do we not have this technology? That was years ago. I'm sure it's probably possible now. Although that account it, it's possible, doesn't but exist it's, anymore. It's still handled <laughs> stupidly and very and still hard for them to do for oh, yeah. some reason. Um, yeah. And some of that has to do with the safeguards that, that that have been put into place in order to try and protect people, but it's it's still not easy, and uh, it's still and it's it should be something that's uh, manageable, I should say. So this whole thing with uh, Tencent is just kind of it's really strange. Oh, yeah, I get but, it. <laughs> but uh, in uh, in other news. Uh, I forgot to bring up a while back for it. Forgot to bring up the California in their infinite wisdom, uh, along with uh, five other states, had decided that selling certain pre-built uh, computers should be illegal. And uh, listeners, I'm simplifying the shit out of that. The it, you know if the way that they did this was in an effort to save energy, which is hysterical coming from California. Yeah, there's a lot to actually really unpack with this whole thing. But, and if you want to get into real, the deep dive of like what all this kind of means, uh, I suggest you go onto Jay's two cents or gamers nexus. They do a good job. Actually just watch them both. To be honest, they do a good job of laying out everything that's going on. The thing that they both miss though, is that it's a state shouldn't be doing this for the, for, for first of all, uh, a state should no. not be regulating whether or not you can buy a pre-built gaming PC. And that's kind of what, what this is about. So the way that California decided to set this up is that uh, based off of the energy that a computer uses uh, on these pre-builds, that they can no longer be sold in their state without certification. And in order to get certification, you have to change certain parts. Now, one of the funniest parts about that is the easiest way for these computers to become certified is to change out the power supply. And they change out the power supply to a gold standard from if they've been using a bronze or if they've been using a, a silver standard. So they have these, uh, these qualifications listeners on the uh, power supplies based off of how energy efficient they are. 
In other words, how much energy is actually being expended and how much is not, is, is being uh, wasted. It's kind of like the Energy Star program. That, yeah. But it's a little little more perverse than that. <laughs> a little bit. The well, the rate the radians aren't. Um, it, it, when it, listeners, what he's referring to with the Energy Star, Star program, it, he's he's referring to the certification process. So the certification is is more perser- perverse. Uh, the uh, I'm just trying to make sure they understand like yeah. the ratings that you see on your power supplies that say like you know 80, 80 plus bronze stuff like that. Those on your on on your power supplies are legitimately rated by the industry based off of waste and efficiency. That's all it is. That's all that is. They don't, the, the, the manufacturers for those don't pay for those to be rated that way. They, they rate them based off of just how efficient the parts are inside. And when you see the, the rating go up and you see the, the bronze, silver, gold, platinum, like when you see those on their listeners, that tells you the quality of the, of the, parts that you're getting inside are much more expensive, much more efficient. And this is why this is why this equipment essentially they're explained to you in a simplified way of this is why this is more expensive than this. You may have a power supply that is a thousand watts, but it's a bronze and you may have a power supply that's a thousand watts. That's a gold, but the gold is a hundred dollars more. Well, the reason why the gold is a hundred dollars more is because it will use the energy that it takes for your computer far more efficiently and it will use it uh, without waste or with, with as little waste as possible between when you turn on the computer and when you turn it off. Whereas the bronze is going to be like, well, uh, you know, I'm going to be drawing power consistently and it's going to be the consistent amount of power rather than regulating the power more and more based off of your computer's needs. (laughs) So that that's where that distinction comes in. Now, that's a certification that the industry has been is is an industry standard now. They they all do this, uh, but instead of just going off of that, California decided, oh well, if you want to be certified, you have to move from the bronze to a gold or a platinum, and that's the easiest way to do this. Well, it, it's the easiest way to do this, and also you have to be certified by us. Well, what does that mean? Well, you have to pay us in order to make sure that you are verified, certified. To be able to sell this equipment in the United or in in our state, and six states are doing this, including mine, listeners. Colorado's doing this. It's fucking stupid. It is dumb, and their whole thing is, oh well, we're doing this because uh, if we prevent high end pre builds from using so much energy, being more energy efficient, uh, we can make sure that we're getting the best out of our energy use. These people are still using like the amount of energy that the gaming systems can use comparatively. Or even office computers, which is really the culprit. The the office computers that just stay on all the time, which is wasting all of your energy in California. That those are the, the that's the actual culprit for this. But instead, the the gamers are being punished as well. If you're if you're wanting to buy a pre-built gaming machine, and the only way around it is to you go to the certified versions of them, and you just ch- and literally all you do is just change out the parts, and the the computer's still certified, but you just change out the parts, and it's almost no and it's almost no different than the one that wasn't certified that was already pre-built. So that's the way that people are getting around it. That's how dumb this entire idea is and how dumb this law is because in order for this to actually be effective, they would have to go through and start working with manufacturers, they'd have to start working with the energy producers in their or in their in their states, like the the factories, the uh, utility companies, stuff like that to make sure that they're using energy more efficiently. 
Like that, those are where the real solutions are. This is a quick way for the states to make money. That's what this is. And it, which is no surprise. No. Considering, you know, California is the, uh, <laughs> the micromanagement state. <laughs> no, and, and California sets the standard for uh, what I believe they call it the Western, Co- the, uh, what is the Western State Coalition, which would be anything that California does, Washington and Oregon do. And uh, Colorado follows suit uh, soon after and New York as well. So, uh, and I didn't realize New York's not the, uh, not in the West, but it's the, the Western Coalition is yeah, the three was, states. But uh, wasn't, wasn't one of the other ones like uh, Vermont? Or something yeah, like that was on, like that. on board with us. Connecticut, I can't remember. It's so fucking dumb. And the and what's really funny is they 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 go after these computers, they go after these systems, these small things, and completely ignore the high energy consuming cryptocurrency systems that are pre built and made specifically for just mining cryptocurrency. Interesting. <laughs> they also don't go after the out of date, non energy efficient uh, servers that are throughout their states. You know, the, the servers that haven't been updated in years or when they have been updated, they haven't been updated for their power supplies or anything like that. They've just been, you know, they've heard, had certain parts pulled out of them, but the power supplies stay the same. They're still just as, in, as inefficient as they were 10 years ago. But since they're still good, they can run the same equipment they currently run or that's currently out. So they just swap out those parts. So that do, are those energy efficient? No, they're not. Because the things that power them are not energy efficient. So <laughs> do you see what I'm getting at, listeners? Like the whole idea of this is just a, literally a quick way to, for them to make money. It's a quick buck. And they're so fucking dumb. Like now there, there are places that have completely blown this out of proportion. Like, oh, they've made all gaming computers illegal. No, they haven't. Uh, you can still <laughs> you can still piece build your own computer together. In fact, you can buy the exact same parts that they say cannot be put in a pre-build, and you can build that in California. Put that together, and California can't do dick yet for now. Yeah, yet <laughs> till they try. Uh, well, although California is afraid of power, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but but if you try to you know if you if you want to get those same parts from an Alienware, oh well, you can't get that. But you could just go into uh, Dell's, uh, I think it's uh, the precision builds and put the exact same parts that's in an alienware that they won't let you buy. And they'll let you buy it because it's certified. What the fuck? Listeners, this is why I hate California so much. I hate California. They have the dumbest policies I've ever heard of. They ruin their own fucking state with their own policies and their own, their own ideas and it's always at the road to hell is paved with good intentions. I believe that was referring entire to, entirely to California because they say they say and do the dumbest shit I have ever heard of. And they think that everybody else should follow them, that everybody else should do what they do. Really? Right. I don't I don't see the rest of the United States uh, having, tr- you know, having record high poverty levels, having record high homeless levels, record high spending levels, can't produce their own energy. No, I see that from California. Hmm. Yeah, we all should be like you. This is the same state that was offered the ability to create using what they call wave generators, which listeners is when they use uh, the oceans and the waves to generate energy and to collect energy. Uh, It's more environmentally friendly than a lot of other things. Don't get me wrong. It's not perfect. No no energy uh, system is perfect. Somebody had created had created a system where you could line these up on the the California coast, not not at the beaches, but just at the uh, the cliffs of California, which is there's plenty of them, and uh, you know people don't swim there, 
People don't, it's not really a recreational area. It's not really uh, safe for human beings. So uh, it gets plenty of waves and uh, surf that comes in and knocks into the uh, into the rocks. So, oh, you could put wave generators along there and collect energy for the state. So the state would be a little bit more self-sufficient. Nope. <laughs> not going to do it. Why? Oh, it's not, it's not very pleasing to look at. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the windmills in California? They're not really pleasing to look at either. Uh, uh, windmills, smog, homelessness, yeah. uh, drug addicts. <laughs> like, yeah, all those, those are perfectly fine. Um, what the hell? Have you, lived, have you been to San Francisco? That, that place is a shithole. I remember, I remember the first time that as an adult, because I'm sure I went there as a child, because I've got a lot of extended family out in California. Yeah. But uh, I remember the first time I went uh, to essentially to L.A. Uh, as an LA? adult and I just saw the fucking brown skies. Oh, man. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit. I was like, this place looks fucking terrible. Yeah, I told you yeah, when we lived listeners, in San I'm from Colorado. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm used to fucking bright blue, crystal clear skies. And uh, yeah, that doesn't fucking. Well, at least at that time, it didn't fucking exist there. Yeah. I told you Maybe when I moved up a little bit, when there. I first moved to San Bernardino, right? So when I went to, mm. when I lived in San Bernardino, I, I, I went to elementary school and I had never seen smog until I, I lived there. Uh, first of all, and smog was everywhere. And, uh, when I went to elementary school, like you'd go outside and the sky was gray and you couldn't, couldn't see shit. Uh, the, the sun, the sun was, was, was blazing in, but the sky wasn't blue. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. for damn sure. And it was like that for like two weeks solid. And then one day we had a rain and I went to school and for the first time since I'd gotten there, I suddenly realized there were mountains behind my school. Uh, yeah. I do remember you telling me <laughs> like that, that blew my mind. And I was like, I was six years old listeners and I'm going, where like it, it wasn't in these words, but when I think about it today, it was where the fuck did those come from? <laughs> like where what the heck is that like you could see big bear uh from uh from my school you could see tons of stuff like just way off in the distance obviously for those mountains but there was a mountain there was a mountain range directly behind my school that you couldn't see because of the smog the smog was so bad yeah so like we we lived there during the eight or during the late 80s and uh and going into the early 90s and that that's a long time ago listeners for that to be for it to be that effective the population wasn't as high as it is today yeah. and it still yeah, was, I was that out bad. In, uh, i was out there during the uh mid 2000s and uh it was it was it was bad yeah like there's you know at that point in time i i, I from what i understand it's declined severely but um i had been to places like uh venice uh beach and yeah. whatnot and i was like i was like actually i kind of dig this town i was like little bohemian kind of town and you know for the most part kind of pretty to look at and then uh, i saw a news report not that long ago like fucking venice is just trashed yeah and uh you know you hear the same thing with like san francisco stuff like that like california used to at least be really fucking pretty yeah in certain parts at least and man that's it's 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 disappointing to see that state wind up how it is yeah, yeah, and so, I don't even fucking live there. So, listeners, if you think California policies are, are anything that anyone needs, you need to have your head examined. <laughs> yeah. 
going to tell you that right now. And that's why, and that's why listeners, I, I brought up the, when we brought up the whole like sexual harassment, why we're getting preached to and everything like that, it all comes out of California, all that shit. So maybe there's something wrong in that state because apparently people, when, when you live in that state, not enough people think logically, everybody thinks fucking emotionally and reactively, but they don't, they don't want to look inward and analyze what the hell's happening within their own state. They want They don't want to right. analyze like you had, you know, when they had the Oscars, that was the funniest fucking thing. The Oscars, they, when they kicked out for the, uh, uh after party, they kicked out all the homeless people. These, these are the same assholes who go up on stage and tell us that we need to take care of the homeless, that we have, that we have to have health care for everyone that, you know, we have to save the planet from global warming and all this shit. And do you see how they treat other people? Do you see what they do in their own state? Do you see the things that go around you? Like they, they don't actually care. It's all bullshit. It's all virtue signaling. It's all nonsense. They want all of us to solve the problems that they think we all have. Fuck that state. If you're not actively <laughs> speaking out against it, though, 24-7, clearly you're for it. <laughs> right? Fucking goddamn it. I don't know. It's, 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 if we continue along that line, it's going to slip into politics. And, uh, yeah, and <laughs> listeners, we, we may at some point, I've been toying around with this for a while, we may actually do a podcast that we talk about our politics and our political beliefs uh, on stuff just to have that conversation. And so you guys have a little more gauge on like how we think about things in the world, but just, uh, just know that for the most part, most of us, like we are, we are, we're centered and some of us are centered, right? A few of us are centered left, but we all tend to get along. We respect each other's opinions on things. Yeah. Only, only one of us can't handle the political conversations. This is true. <laughs> uh, and that's good. I think that's because I, I get, stress, I get annoyed. Yeah. I get annoyed and tired of it at times where I'm just like, I just don't fucking care. Yeah. And it's an apathy thing. (laughs) Oh, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. And if that's the case, then, yeah, I mean, you know, if, if I ever go on those kind of rants, you can tell me to shut the fuck up. It's fine. Uh, Or Or you don't want to talk about it. Yeah. And and sometimes you you (laughs) just don't respond. I don't, you know, I don't take offense to it. Yeah. It makes me hate the world all the time, but yeah, I, I hate it. I hate the world. I hate the world regardless. So, (laughs) <laughs> yes. Some of some of us are better about separating those external influences than others. True. But what are you trying to say about me, Miles? <laughs> <laughs> that you don't let anything fucking externally influence you. <laughs> except games you fucking hate. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways listeners yeah it, that, that's a dumb policy with what <laughs> california did it's a stupid policy for the other states to follow it and uh if you're curious why your state if you're in one of those states why your state would follow whatever california does i yeah it's a good question to have i, I don't understand yeah. it fully myself as to why when california does something oregon immediately does it washington does it in at this point, Colorado is jumping on board. I've sent many letters now uh, asking certain questions about that. With this, I sent a letter to our governor asking what the hell is going on and why would you even participate in this and got no response. Uh, granted, when I write a letter, listeners, it's a lot more respectful than how I sound like on the podcast or how I sound like in real life with somebody that I know. But uh, because, you know, you try to make sure you, you put a little honey in order to catch all the flies. And there's a lot of flies. <laughs> Anyways, if you're curious about it, I, I highly encourage you to con- or try and get a hold of your, your representatives. Uh, send them letters. Let them know how you feel about it. Let them know that you're upset about it and that it's a bad policy. And do yourself a favor as well. Look up, uh, look up research on it and 
basically try to explain to them this is adversely affecting what they actually want to do because it is. Uh, they don't go after anything that actually w- would fix energy consumption in their states. This is absolutely, I mean, it's, it's kind of ridiculous to, to blame computers for it. I mean, think about that. Moving on to other things, Amazon's MMO, New World, <laughs> is apparently trying to destroy GPUs <laughs> for no oh, reason. Yeah, bricking, uh, bricking the new, new cards. Yeah, so uh, listeners, its victim is the specifically the uh, RTX 3090s. Um, this is not just one brand that's being affected, but the brand that is most prevalently being affected from most people's perspective is the EVGA RTX 3090. And the reason why is the EVGA RTX 3090 is because that is the most popular NVIDIA brand in the world. So there are more 3090s from EVGA out in the wild than there are of any other manufacturer in the world. They're also one of the largest manufacturers, so they have more product. So of course, this is the one you're gonna see pop up most of all. but. I can tell you right now, it's happened to Founders Editions. It's happened to MSIs. It's, it, it is not just affecting e, EVGA. And the nice thing is EVGA saw that this was happening and they told all their customers, it does not matter if it fries your card. We are not going to void your warranty just because you were playing a game. Your card is covered by three years. We will absolutely replace your card. Might take a while to do it. <laughs> and that's the thing is they told, you know, it might take a while to replace it. However, we will absolutely replace your card you know, you don't need to worry. Your warranty will cover this and your warranty will continue with the next, with the replacement. So from the time you, from whenever you bought your 3090, your, your warranty is covered from three years from that date. doesn't matter if you get a replacement or not. I just, I just imagine the absolute fucking lividity that somebody would feel though, after, you know, probably trying to so hard to get one of those fucking cards to begin with. Yeah. Only to have that game just fucking popcorn it. Popcorn it. Yeah. (laughs) And that's the thing, Lester, is a lot of people like they're trying to EVGA is even investigating it, trying to figure out what the fuck is causing this. And they they can't narrow down the absolute cause of what's causing this this game to fry this card specifically. But we've seen the game. I've seen the game. It is not graphically impressive by any means. It doesn't matter what settings you use. It does not look that good. And I mean, it's an MMO. MMOs aren't, aren't really meant to be graphically, you know, amazing. They're meant to be MMOs. Yeah, not typically. So the, the thing that's crazy is the fact that the, the response from Amazon, the response from Amazon is that, oh, the game, there's no way the game's doing this. Never mind the fact that they are at, that, that they now issue an, a uh, warning that if you're using this card to not use full settings and two, that they are working actively right now on their teams to create a patch to try and fix this from happening to thir- to, to 3090s. But that goes completely against your PR statement that said, oh, the game's not causing this. <laughs> if, well, if the game's not causing this, what is causing it? If you're If you're working on an active patch to fix it, <laughs> that doesn't hey, make what sense do you expect from a company that bans a player because they milk the cow <laughs> right <laughs> that was so dumb like all i could think of was like it's since, the, since the cow had horns i was like maybe she milked a, a bull and that's why they're mad uh, <laughs> although it had udders so i don't know you assumed that cow's gender <laughs> 
milked it without asking permit like the cow's permission. <laughs> but yeah, it was like banned for adult material or something like that. It was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like even she was just absolutely bewildered. It was fucking hilarious. Yeah. So listeners, I just want to put that out there that this situation did not mean that there are bad uh, GPUs going out, that there are bad RTX cards specifically going out. Cause if you look at it, it's just, it's if it's just with this game, Ooh, that's suspect. That that means that there's something in the game that's freaking out specifically with this card. It's trying to utilize something on this card that the card is going. What the fuck are you trying to do? So I'm wondering if it's a if it's a memory issue. That, that, I mean, I I know very little, especially in in comparison. Yeah. Uh, but that was my initial knee jerk thought. Was like, is there some sort of like memory leak that's yeah, causing it? To that's just fucking bleed <laughs> yeah like because so at least listeners uh, a lot of games sit there and go okay if your memory card only goes up like a majority of memory cards go up to let's say eight gigabytes so it says okay you know if it's at eight gigabytes it just stops there uh, there are certain games that have uh limits uh, like limiters on there that say it can't go above this amount so it just won't um others don't and it's just based off of how much memory you actually have and it says okay well if you have a certain amount of memory we'll just use up uh, as much as we want uh, a good example of this is Flight Simulator. Flight Simulator has, uh, in the settings, you can actually tell it, okay, on, and this is for the hard drive, but you can tell it, okay, for the hard drive, you can utilize up to this amount of memory when you're trying to use the hard drive as virtual RAM for, you know, buffer. You can have that set to zero, and if you play Flight Simulator for too long, it will eat up your entire hard drive, and you'll be sitting there wondering why your hard drive went from having 500 gigs to zero gigs over a couple, you know, over several hours. But it can do it, is what I'm saying. It, it will eventually eat it up if you don't put a limiter on it. I'm wondering if this game has an issue where if you have more than 10, 10 gigabytes of RAM, where it just goes, oh, well, I'll just utilize everything I can. And it just keeps going and going and going until, until it just destroys the card. Right. But anyways, Amazon shouldn't be allowed to make games. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes this to show you, Amazon shouldn't be allowed. This is true. <laughs> Speaking of memory, PS5. It's unveiled uh, that you can, with this next patch, you're supposed to be able to expand the memory finally, right? Yep. I was just actually, that's the next thing in my list. <laughs> yeah. I was just trying to segue it for you. No, I got it. I, I, I appreciate it. I'm glad you brought that up. It's the next thing in my list. So, yeah, uh, PlayStation's latest update is going to allow you to finally use the NVMe expansion. Yay, everybody's going, all right, sweet. Now, here's the downside. <laughs> Uh, for one, that update does not fix the issue where uh, the PlayStation 5 can't be put into rest mode. They they still haven't addressed that issue, which tells me that Sony doesn't really have their priorities straight right now. Yeah. And two, yeah, almost a year later. <laughs> yeah, almost a year later, still can't still Getting can't there. really you know still can't successfully keep it in rest mode without worrying about it destroying or bricking the system. Uh, that's an issue yeah. in the simple fact that uh, if you can't go into rest mode and you're worried about it breaking the system, why would I ever put an NVMe in there right now? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's a big reason I'm I'm not gonna fucking sweat it anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> on top of that, there are very specific instructions on how and what you can put into the PlayStation Five, and when I say very specific instructions, it's uh, well, it's got to have five point. You know, you have to have the uh, minimum. Uh, requirement of 5.5 gigabytes per second uh, read speed. That's not terribly hard to find listeners, but the thing is, is on top of that, they recommend that you use an NVMe with uh, a heat sink on it, which 
tells you that that heat uh, issue is actually legitimately a problem um, and that they wanted to address that. Now, listeners, heat sinks on an NVMe, not unusual. Heat sinks are recommended for NVMEs when they're in tight enclosures. This is a tight enclosure, which is why they're trying to figure out, they were trying to figure out how do we solve the heat problem? Well, we're going to have to make sure we tell customers that the NVMEs that they install should have a heat sink on them. So you need to have a, a NVMe with a heat sink on it. Now, there it's it's a tight fit, so you have to make sure you, you get one, you get an NVMe that fits in there, and the heat sink fits in there. So that's going to be a, a trial and error for some people. Now, thankfully, they've issued uh, statements on how the measurements like for those can be. The downside is that this is asking a lot from people who aren't used to customizing anything. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, if I ever do it, I'll probably verify it through you. Be like, all right, I'm picking <laughs> the right thing, right? Right. So uh, the other thing that's been issued is that it appears Sony is also partnering up with uh, Se uh, Seagate uh, to uh, promote the CUDA or the uh, the Fire CUDA uh, NVMe that they just came out with. And, uh, that is well above the, uh, the minimum requirements. That is a listeners. Do you remember back when I told you that the, uh, the PlayStation fives, uh, read speeds and write speeds were actually like, it, as long as it wasn't compressed data was actually only at about five to 5.5 gigabytes per second. Well, that's true, which is why they require that for the NVMe slot. Now, you're, you also probably remember when I brought up that uh, NVMe 4.0 was going to be a lot faster than that, and I'm not wrong. Uh, so Fire Cuda or the Fire Cuda that just came out or that's coming out from Seagate and is being uh, promoted uh, from Sony as compatible with the PS5 is 7.3 gigabytes per second. That's way above 5.5. <laughs> that's that's yeah. really fast. Now, whether or not the the PlayStation 5's uh, NVMe slot will actually read at that speed, that's another question. Um, typically, that stuff is uh, limited by the bus, so we'll you know we'll have to see test to see if there's actually a drive, an NVMe drive that is faster than another or more capable than another. I have a feeling that it's probably going to be pretty much on par, regardless of the NVMe you buy. But I'm sure there will be plenty of tests to show that off, and I'm hoping that uh, Gamers Nexus and uh, J's Two Cents, as well as Digital Foundry, will cover those. Uh, hey, listeners, uh, just letting you know, Digital Foundry has released a video that does show, indeed, the uh, read speeds, the loading speeds, with an NVMe uh, that's with a heatsink or without a heatsink. So uh, good on them. If you wanted to check it out, go onto YouTube, look up Digital Foundry, and they have a video already set to go. They don't have multiple models. They just have one right now, but it is pretty cool. And unsurprisingly, the uh, NVMe keeps pace with the PlayStation's internal SSD. As soon as they do, I will, I will absolutely talk about that on the, on the podcast because we don't have the money to do that ourselves. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a lot of money. And if you want to know how much uh, Sony is promoting that is promoting the uh, the Fire Cuda. The Fire Cuda is over two hundred and fifteen dollars, and I think that's only I think that's only a terabyte. That's about as high as what you'd pay for the terabyte uh, expansion, which is also Seagate, by the way, uh, for the Xbox. It's very convenient that uh, both companies are going with Seagate, isn't it? Right. However, listeners, this confirms 
the podcast where we had talked about the fact that the PlayStation was having heat issues uh, with NVMEs and that the other reason why they were waiting to introduce an NVME was because they were waiting to partner with someone to have their own certified drives. So there was nothing in the uh, update notes for that either. Which what the, uh, for heat what issues? Oh, no, I'm sure they're not. Uh, and I'm sure after this is this is uh, this is installed that they'll probably say, oh, we have to there's a new update that has to be implemented in order to uh, release the uh, the fan uh, or increase the fan speed even more. Um, so let's and that'll just have to do with uh, heat profile or uh, heat sink profiles. Listeners, uh, a while back, you know, when the PS5 launched, it was very quiet and the fans didn't turn on uh, very loud and uh, didn't spin up very loud. And after a few months, they decided to introduce new uh, fan speed signatures for the, the PS5, which basically all that means is just here is if, if it goes on, you know, here, here's a, a graph and you have an arc of what the temperatures are. And as the temperature gets up, the faster the, spin, the fan will spin up and the sooner the fan will spin up. And uh, they basically just introduced a new graph for the PlayStation 5 that tells the PlayStation 5, okay, instead of before when you'd, you know, you'd hit this, this temperature and you'd spin up to this speed, instead when you hit this temperature, you'll spin up to that speed. You'll do it a little bit sooner. So that, that's, if, you're, if you've noticed at all that your PlayStation 5 might have gotten a little slightly noisier, that's why. It's because they yeah. finally, they yeah. finally gave it an, an update to let that fan kind of spool up a little bit. And it came conveniently after all the reviews that talked about how quiet the PS5 was. Right. Um, right. <laughs> interesting how that works, right? Mm. So uh, I, I would not be surprised if they do the same thing for with the uh, when the NVMEs uh, are finally able to be put in, if there is a new uh, fan uh, profile. Well, they also had the uh, the disk drive issue. I think that they I think they solved with the uh, the last update um, people that actually had the, the disk system, um, the uh, the <laughs> the the disk spinner would speed up for fucking no reason. And just be really fucking loud, and they had to basically tell it to slow the fuck down. Uh, was that when, like, when a disc was just sitting in there idle? Yeah, just spinning yeah. for no it's, fucking reason. It's the same. The it's the same profile issue they had with the uh, the PS3. I don't know if you remember this at all. Uh, so, listeners, if you have a PS3 and uh, you put a disc in there and you don't use the disc, you have the system set up so that it, like it doesn't whatever you put in there it doesn't immediately launch it right away. It will spin that disc up like a motherfucker, just and you are sitting there listening to it going, God damn, what the fuck? Like you'll sit there going, what the fuck is that sound? You might be streaming something, nothing that's really taxing on the PlayStation, but all of a sudden you'd just be going, what the hell is that sound? And eventually it would stop. You just go, you hear it spin down, spool down and go, and then it would stop. And uh, that was when the the reader would just realize, Oh, I'm not, it's not using this right away. I don't need to keep, keep this up. I'm done. Uh, the PS five was doing that only it was doing that intermittently. (laughs) Evidently it was just like, you'd be sitting there doing nothing. And the disc that you had in there, it's like, Oh shit, there's a disc in here. I got to turn on. (laughs) I gotta, I gotta look at it, make sure it's still there. Calm down. Thankfully, with the, uh, the the digital edition that I have, I haven't really had any real issues that I yeah. can I can think of. 
But they, uh, it has been pointed out in uh, other YouTube videos, though. If you're comfortable with it and uh, can afford to do it, you can just snap the plates off the side and it'll make a difference of like two degrees when it comes to the heat. Yeah. I mean, there are some people that have just that have just removed the, the side paneling and yeah. leave, leave them off. Um, I don't think I can get away with that. I've got two dogs that shed like motherfuckers. Yeah. So. <laughs> Listeners. I thought it was interesting that they finally introduced the uh, NVMe. It's uh, fucking nine months later, right? Yeah. And they're they're finally going to bring it out. By the time it actually comes out, it will be ten months. Um. So. <clears throat> yeah, I. I mean, to their credit, they're still working faster than Gearbox did on Borderlands Three. So <laughs> true. I mean, yeah. I mean. <laughs> they're they're fixing problems a lot faster than gearbox uh does so <laughs> yeah i still can't believe that's an issue <laughs> Speak, speaking of working on fat or working fast uh south park <laughs> who uh <laughs> are typically known for making their episodes you know mere days sometimes even hours before they air and uh, finishing them recently was given a deal of 900 million dollars to create 14 movies and more episodes of the show. And this is really funny because those guys wanted to stop making the show. <laughs> and uh, and which, I think another game too. Yeah. And another I game is rolled uh, into that. So what's, what's really funny about this listeners. And in case you didn't know this uh, a, a while back, uh, both uh, Trey and Matt ha- had made statements that sounded very much like, Oh, you guys are kind of, you guys are kind of done. Uh, you're done. You're done with South Park. You, you're, and it mostly came from a statement that was made, like you know, they didn't really feel too confident in some episodes. Some episodes of South Park, uh, they felt like they missed uh, a step in some of the humor, and uh, that they haven't really felt like they've been at the top of their game for a bit. So you had like the cancel us episodes kind of thing, and it it was coming up like, yeah, you guys seem like you don't want to do this anymore. And based off of other insider information, that have said that yeah, they're they're pretty much done that they are tired of making the show and they don't want to make it anymore. And Loach laughed and said, you know, so much for not wanting to make the show anymore. And I sat there going, yeah, but if somebody threw $900 million at you and said, keep it going, you'd do it. Look at, you know, and, and miles brought up Seth MacFarlane, uh, Seth MacFarlane listeners didn't want to, wanted to stop family guy at season 10. Yeah. He wanted to stop doing family guy at season 10. What season are they on now? Like 15, 15, 16, somebody throws enough money at you. You're just going to keep going. Yeah. Doesn't so, guarantee quality. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing is it, it doesn't guarantee quality. It doesn't mean that the show's going to get any funnier or any better. It might get worse, yeah. but they, they gave him $900 million. What are you going to do? Say no. <laughs> I mean, listeners, they could say no, but that's a lot of money. <laughs> even if they, t- even if they only took like six for themselves, that's a lot of money. That's, that's more than enough to buy a Casa Bonita. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. They could get, and maybe that was the, maybe those are the goal listeners. They want, <laughs> they got the $900 million deal so they could buy a Casa Bonita. Now listeners, if you, had, if you don't know what we were talking about that, um, the Casa Bonita went out of business because of uh, COVID and uh, Casa Bonita is a restaurant. In case listeners, if you, if you don't know this, Casa Bonita is not just an episode of South Park. <laughs> an uh, it's an actual yeah. restaurant in Colorado, uh, and it is not a very good restaurant in Colorado. Um, it's mostly attended there because of the aesthetic. It's kind of like why people go to Fargo's Pizza, Chuck E. Cheese, that kind of thing. Kids like it. 
Uh, it has a neat atmosphere, and that's about it. The food is not good. And uh, Matt and Trey want to buy Casa Bonita, and they want to fix it up and give it and, and make it into a better restaurant than it was and make it better food. I would absolutely go to Casa Bonita if they did that. Right. That would be a good time. And if the food was better than it, than it was, if the food was Taco Bell, it'd be better than it was. My understanding, yeah. It would, yeah, it, it would have flavor at least. Like, have you ever had refried beans that just don't have any taste? Yes. In Mexican rice, <laughs> in Mexican rice that doesn't have any taste, that's their food. Yes. Yeah, that's their food. It's it's elementary lunch, uh, school lunch food. That's what it tastes. Yeah, like. there's a reason the 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 running joke in South Park was you know it tasted fucking awful and would give you food poisoning. Yeah, yeah, they're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, they know. <laughs> That's yeah, why so they want it. <laughs> they know they've both been there. <laughs> they, they've both been there many times uh, from my understanding, but they want to, they, they want to buy it and they want to, they want to fix it up. So I would be all for that. Uh, and this $900 million gets in there. Sweet. Cool. Let's do this <laughs> easily. Yeah. <clears throat> um, that buys it and covers the renovations they want to do. <laughs> yeah. So this deal, this deal also includes two movies that are supposed to premiere even this year. So if that tells you, uh, how quickly this is being put together. Right. So my, my assumption would be that the two movies were already going to be in the, in the works, but, uh, it, it, there was, there was probably a good possibility that the two movies were going to be it. And you'd probably maybe get one more gonna, season. And they decided, all right, I have we'll really low that. expectations though for, for, oh, yeah. for this season I, and, and those movies. Yeah. Listeners after the last, after the last, uh, COVID special, Absolutely. I know you can be overwhelmed and you can be underwhelmed. Can you just be whelmed? Because that's where we're at with this. <laughs> Adequately whelmed. So, uh, in, in speaking of uh, being overwhelmed or underwhelmed, uh, Venom, the uh, Let There Be Carnage trailer, the newest one popped, and it's the 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 first full official trailer. And listeners, I am doing my best to quell my expectations. Because the first thing out of my mouth was when I saw it was, please don't suck. Please don't suck. Please don't suck. Because it looks awesome. <laughs> it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. And like, I I still don't see how you can make, like, I, is Carnage supposed to be, is this one supposed to be rated R? Did they say that or not? I don't I think so. I don't think so. Because I, like, I don't I think see they, how you, I think they were dumbing it down to uh, PG. Yeah. I don't I don't see how you can make a Carnage movie that's PG-13. And listeners, if you are a fan of Venom and Carnage, you know exactly why I'm saying that. Right. But for the most part, from what I saw, it looked really cool. It looked like it was a lot of fun. Obviously, Carnage, uh, obviously, uh, Cassidy becomes Carnage very differently. Uh, he bites, in, in this case, he bites uh, Eddie. And uh, it seems like that's how he he gets uh, carnage into his bloodstream, and uh, or gets the symbiote into his bloodstream and becomes carnage. Um, if you know anything about the comic books, that that's not how it goes in the comic books. Eddie is incarcerated. He's actually uh, the cellmate of uh, Cletus, and during a jail, or during the jailbreak when uh, Venom comes to break out Eddie uh, and to save him. A piece of carna or a piece of venom, which split off, which is his uh, his spawn, broke off, and that the whole reason why that happens has to do with the the Infinity Stones, and it's uh, there's a lot <laughs> to go into with that <laughs> that I don't want to go into and explain. But 
regardless, there, there, you had the spawn of uh, Venom break off, and uh, Cletus was was cut. The uh, uh, symbiote got into his bloodstream. That's why Carnage is red. Um, and uh, there's no, other than that, there's nothing really super special about Carnage comparatively to Venom on why uh, Carnage is so much powerful and stuff like that. Carnage is so much powerful because he's from a powerful symbiote and that kind of that trait kind of carries over on top of that since Carnage is blended into Cassidy's bloodstream. He is more a part of Cassidy than uh, Venom ever has been because Venom treats Eddie as a host. That's why you have the yeah, we more aggressive <laughs> yeah well you have you have that's why you have a you have a uh a symbiote the the symbiote venom treats eddie with respect on the fact that that's why it's a we that's why it's it's a symbiotic relationship whereas carnage and cletus view themselves as this as the same person that's why when you when he turns into carnage it's just i he is carnage right. carnage is him it's they they don't distinguish between the two they see each other as the same you have you have one that's yeah, and and the cool part is like you see in the trailer like he he's willing to manipulate and morph his host to suit his needs and and what he needs to do, and his host has no problem with it because they're the same person. You know, you see him split his split his chest open. Uh, you see him. Uh, uh, you when you see him transform into Carnage, he completely twists and contorts his body as he turns into him. He's coming. He's he's coming from the inside. He's not wrapping around him like Venom does. When Venom does, it's like a you know he he encloses Eddie uh, like a hug comparatively. You know, one's one's a host, the other is just a parasite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not Finn in the Jake suit. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but. The, the special effects look really cool. It looks like uh, Woody uh, is it, uh, Harrelson. Yeah. Yeah. Woody Harrelson uh, looks like he does a really good job in the role. Uh, I mean, the guy's just a really good actor overall, so it's not surprising. Um, hopefully they have good direction, good storytelling, and it gives us a entertaining movie. I don't expect it, listeners, to be like the comic books. Like I said, you can already tell from the trailer that it's not. But I do hope that it can be good still when it's not rated R, even though I feel like the rating R or the rated R is really the only way that film can be fully realized. Kind of like Deadpool. Yeah. You know, Deadpool don't get me wrong. Once upon a Deadpool was funny, but it's not Deadpool. It's, it's not the same when you cut out all the extra violence, when you cut out all the extra language, something's missing. It's still, they still did a good job of making it funnier, but they had to change the movie quite a bit in order to still accomplish that this is it worked out for him though i mean they managed to uh make money off two movies essentially that were the same thing yeah absolutely i actually and i own them both so uh because i wanted to know what once upon a deadpool was like (laughs) and it it is funny listeners it's genuinely funny it's not the one i go to every time but if i were to you know if i had a you know a kid or you know one of my nephews were allowed to watch that one i would allow him to watch that now with Carnage though, Carnage runs in that same kind of ground of like Carnage is he is a brutal and sadistic motherfucker. So having him not being in a radar movie, oh that's that's tough. 
And yeah. supposedly Spider-Man's not going to be in this one. They're not bonk you on the head villains. No. <laughs> I mean, and they do they do have a scene in the movie where, or a scene in the trailer where they kind of try and get that across, where he has one of his tentacles come out and goes right into the guy's fucking mouth and starts just right. literally, literally just sucking him out, like sucking him him down. Like he's, he's drinking that guy like a straw. So it, it, that's you know that's a good thing to see in the trailer, but you're not going to see the brutality that's in the books. You're not going to see the brutality that's in the comic books. Don't expect it to be that level, at least. Right. And I won't. But I'm trying to quell my <laughs> expectations even more because I went into Venom with no expectations whatsoever. And when I walked away from Venom, I was pleasantly surprised. Even for a PG-13 version of Venom, it was still decent. It was a hell of a lot better than Spider-Man 3 ever could be. And it at least embodied a lot of the attitude that you get with Venom. And it looks like they've continued with that. And I'm, and I'm glad to see that. I mean, the, the, that's, that is a red one. They got rid of the, uh, they got rid of that fucking symbiote fucking bullshit line. Oh, they, they, yeah, they did that quick when the, when people were just losing their minds over it. And I, I totally was, was pissed off about that too. Uh, when they first did that, I mean, shit, we had a, we had a podcast where we had a whole conversation about it. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, it, at least they're willing to make the corrections where they need to. Right. So that's a good sign. Uh, and you have venom continuing to kind of embody, embody venom, uh, a bit, which I, I realize listeners venom doesn't really back down from a fight, especially from carnage. He fucking hates carnage with a passion. You know, when I was growing up with it, I obviously didn't follow the comics. I don't, I don't really do the whole comic thing. But, you know, just watching, like, the cartoons and whatnot that, you know, he was involved in. You know, I've seen Venom as an ally. I've seen him as an anti-hero. And I've seen him as a just straight-up fucking villain. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it, I always like the anti-hero side of things. Yeah, that's the, that's the main. Uh, that's classic Venom. So Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's that. I'm glad that's what we got. Yeah. So, like, the, they hate their progeny because they're, they're taught from the time of their existence to just hate for that rage is really all, you know, uh, and that they have to, you know, they, that's how they survive. That's why they don't have care bear names. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I did, I did think it was funny to have that quick, uh, comedic break for venom where he sucks back into Eddie and Eddie's like, Whoa, what are you doing? <laughs> and he's front, he's standing in front we of carnage. We are patients. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, he has a he has a carnage standing in front of him and he goes, "What are you doing?" He goes, "That is a red one." Uh now, <laughs> listeners in the comic books, the the color of of uh any of the symbiotes has nothing to do with their capabilities really or anything like that, but it is funny <laughs> that he does that for a second and he's like he's like what are you doing? And he said, is that is the red one? And he's like, you, you got to get out of here. You got to, you got to, you got to show it. Cause Eddie's going to die. <laughs> and he goes, I will let you eat everyone. <laughs> and he goes, really? He says, he promise. He says, yes. And he goes, all right. And he comes back out. That was funny to me. I thought that was hysterical. So I'm looking for, I'm sorry for laughing. I was just yeah. sitting there thinking like if somebody made a parody movie where the Care Bears are, symbiotes <laughs> they're just you know the positive aspect of this sounds like a, this sounds like a job for the geek out here i was to <laughs> see dudes envelop into fucking bears <laughs> sorry 
That's all right. Like a mind wander. That's all right. That's funny. Uh, so <laughs> listeners, I'm looking forward to that, uh, but I'm trying to quell my expectations. So hopefully uh, you can do the same. Um, yeah. As for uh, going to reviews, unless you have something else to bring up. Uh, as far as uh, movies go, I, I just wanted to touch base on this real quick. We we know that Netflix greenlights a lot of trash and just kind of shovelware for, for movies. Oh, yeah. Uh, Cosmic Sin was an excellent fucking point of that. <laughs> uh, I mean, to call it a shovelware would be a fucking compliment, sadly. Yeah. Um, they've, they've got a, a movie coming out. I think I want to say it's called Kate. And it is Crank without Jason Statham. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I'm trying to think of her name. Elizabeth, Mary Elizabeth Mary, Winstead or yeah. something. Winstead. Winstead I don't or know. something like that. Some yeah. long fucking name. Good, good, good actress. Yeah, great you know, actress. And, and there, it's it's got some A list talent there, including I believe Woody Harrelson. Um, yes. Yeah. But it's it, like scene for scene. I'm like, this is just crank. <laughs> yeah, and that's <laughs> and like, it just got me thinking about the Escape from New York and uh, uh, Lockout. Yeah. You know, thing that happened. I'm like, what the fuck stops Netflix from getting hit with this shit? <laughs> yeah how do they how do they avoid the lawsuits um yeah and there might be enough in there to distinguish it a little bit uh, it looks like it might Maybe. be a little might be a little like when i say a little i mean a little a little more yeah. reasonable uh and realistic uh <laughs> as an enjoyable because it's got a little more realism to it even if it's hyper realism that would be far better than crank i hated crank with a fucking passion i can't stand that i i enjoyed crank but oh. you know, it was just just because you know it's a stupid action movie. It's the same reason you enjoy you know the Fast and Furious movie. Yeah. No, I like um, I I get it. I just can't I can't watch that movie. I don't know why. Uh, it's just. Yeah. It's, <sighs> but why do I? Why would you? You know. But knowing that, why in the world would you want to see Kate? Right. Yeah, and that's the thing is, uh, like, <laughs> listeners, I was talking about like, like I I saw it and I went, nah, I'm good. Like. Yeah. After so after like the amount of crap that that. Netflix has pawned off on us as these, and, and they do a good job with their trailers. I want to point that out. Whoever pieces oh, together yeah. their trailers, you're, you're doing a phenomenal job with editing. And I don't know if that's the film companies that they're working with, or if that's somebody at Netflix themselves, but you do, you do a really good job. So hats off to you. But like after watching like, you know, gunpowder milkshake, which by the way, Loach loved listeners, surprise, surprise. Uh, He's he's the one he's the one out of like out of out of any of us that can enjoy this shit without being critical of it. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I wish I, I was go like in that. with low enough expectations. I can enjoy. Well, sometimes I wish I was that way. Thanks. <laughs> I wish I could just enjoy but things God sometimes. Damn. But uh, gun, you know, gunpowder milkshake was the trailer. It's okay, talked it up to be something better than it was, and it was just yeah. okay. Um. And a lot of that was using the star power of the of who was in it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, oh, this this might actually be really fucking good. And right. It was mediocre. <laughs> yeah, it was mediocre. And I'd watch that five times more over Cosmic Sin, though. <laughs> oh yeah, easily, no problem. With no, wouldn't even think about it. Just like, all right, let's do that. It's not as you know, and and they do this with a lot of their other movies, and that's the problem. Is some of their movies are just they look cool. They're not that great. Yeah. They they seem like they're interesting premises. They're not that great. And that that kind of brings me to and this this movie kind of led us to go, okay, well, it looks cool, 
but I don't think I'm going to watch it because I've been let down too many times. They greenlit too, they greenlight too many stories that aren't that great that are oversold. And, and I've already seen this and I've already seen this. <laughs> so I'm, I think I'm good. I might, maybe I'll watch it someday when I'm bored and I'm, and I can't think of something to watch. Uh, it's not, it, listeners, we're not saying we're never going to watch it. We're just saying we're not really looking forward to it. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, uh, and you know, to, to kind of headline this is like, this is even true, even going over to like some of their anime, some of their anime looks awesome and is not very good. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Kuro Mikuro, it, that's, that's a Netflix, uh, one wasn't very good. The ending was lackluster to me. And, uh, overall it was very generic. <clears throat> Another one that I recently watched, which was theirs is the great pretender. The great pretender has a great premise. It seems like it should be in oceans 11. Every episode, every, every, single uh con in that show seems like it should be a you son of a bitch i'm in like it should be this building up of of building a team putting together a team to to pull off a con you should be seeing oceans 11 each fucking time uh but it's not it's just it's a neat premise but it's not very well done the characters don't really grow you don't really have a whole lot of like when I say they don't really grow, like you have an understand a better understanding after the first season of specific characters, but overall, they're still they still treat the main character pretty shittily. They still treat him without respect, and you feel like, well, this didn't really make much progress, and I don't really care for what happens in the next. I, I'm not really looking forward to the next season. You watch season two, and it's even worse. And on top of that, they're trying to get you to like the blonde character Laurent, who is in absolute douchebag of a person and just an asshole and you like no no one when i say an asshole like people like somebody who doesn't care about any of his team as long as he it, he doesn't care about the emotional well-being nothing as long as he gets what he wants in the end it doesn't matter what it took to get there and then he then, then he then they try to treat it off as like oh so suave and so smart it sucked and the second season is so batshit retarded in its story of like this doesn't make any sense. It's batshit crazy. It, to the point where they actually they actually bring back the three people that were their targets, their marks from the first season as part of the con. And it makes no sense as to why these three guys who were the bad guys in the first season, and they are bad guys. One's a murderer or one's an attempted murderer. Uh, one was uh, taking advantage of a woman and her entire fortune to try and get her to buy art for him. And the first one was absolutely a murderer and drug dealer. Those sound like good people. They sound like people who deserved what they got in the first season. Yeah. And they did. But why would you bring them back as suddenly good guys working with these Connors? And, and that's the thing is like this, this group of Connors, they always go after people who are bad. They go after the bad guys and they take their money. The first score and the the downside is like every single score after the first score that they have in the first season is significantly less money than the first score. And you're going, why did you guys like, why was this even necessary? You're you're not even good. You're not even going after the same, like a certain amount of money. Was it to teach this person a lesson? Okay. Well, if that's it, then you just wasted more money than you made to teach this one person a lesson. If that's what this is about, then the show's premise should be completely different. You shouldn't have a character like Laurent in it. And that's the problem is like you watch the first season and the first season is fine. You go through it and you're like, all right, well, that was fine. Stop there. Second scene is garbage and it ends terribly. 
when I say ends terribly, it's just lackluster. The characters don't improve. The characters don't get better. And the main character gets completely fucked over. And in reality, no one would forgive anyone for doing this to them. So if you do watch it, listeners, watch the first season only. Do not watch the second season. Just telling you right now, giving you fair, fair warning. There's so many logic yeah. plot holes in the second season. It's un- almost unbearable. Yeah. And to give it even more perspective is, you know, we're, we're, we're complaining about the shit that Netflix puts out. And this is a company that wants to start doing games and soon, right? Like what, what kind of fucking quality do you expect from fucking Netflix? Yeah. When it comes to games when you can't, they can't even handle, you know, their fucking movies have the green light everything. <clears throat> Yeah, everything. everything. Listeners, I I have five stories in my like that I have written written out on short stories of of what could be turned into actually good stories. And I know this is coming from my opinion, but listeners, I'm a pretty good judge of what good story is. I've talked about some of these some of these ideas with Miles as well. We have a pretty good judge. Nothing of character, else, like fucking more unique. Yeah, shit that gets yeah. put out. Granted, I haven't tried to put them together for anything like Netflix, but I don't know if I'd want them handling it. Right. If like they might be the quickest route to get your your greenlit by Netflix, but like I mean Rick and Morty even made an entire episode that was around the whole premise of son of a bitch I'm in with Morty and the whole idea for that episode was to make sure Morty didn't have his expectations of getting his fucking epi- or getting his fucking show made by Netflix because they greenlight everything. Rick and Morty makes a joke about the fact that like, you know, oh they might have a they might have a he might get a show on Netflix. Yeah, who the hell doesn't? Right. <laughs> Everybody gets a show with Netflix. They're, the problem that we're having is the fact that they, since they go through and they do this and they make so much stuff, is they're more concerned with making the amount of qual- like quantity they make and not quality. Now we have 80% of our shows are, are original. Great. <laughs> Doesn't mean good. Yeah, 30% <laughs> of those are good. That's bad. But on stuff that uh, is maintaining more or less its quality, we watched... Uh, the uh, Grand Tour lockdown. That was fantastic. That was fun. That was fantastic. <laughs> Loved it. It's still still far from my favorite as far as all of their little expeditions go. Oh yeah, but it was still fun. Still a lot yeah. of fun. It's still it's still just a lot of fun to to go through, and uh, I I really enjoy just the camaraderie, like the the chemistry between those three is just almost unmatched, in my yeah. opinion. I mean. The, what they did to James's caravan is just, <laughs> it's unforgivable, but it is so funny. Yeah. Uh, Fucking hilarious. And it, it's, it's standard for, for the shit they pull on each other. Yeah. Although it's one of those things you, you know, usually uh, 90% of the time Clarkson usually gets the softest pranks out of all three of them. Absolutely. <laughs> and that's probably because he's pulling in the biggest paycheck. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and he's the <laughs> most likely to raise a stink about something. Yeah, <laughs> giant giant orangutan child. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But it, it was a it was a good episode. as a lot. It was a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to the next one that they do. Uh, I know that Clarkson has been making a lot of statements about uh, the lockdowns and how freaking tired he is of them. I think that that a lot of that's being. Uh, I think I think a lot of that has to do with the fact of just uh, his other show that has to do with his farm. Yeah, and uh, how that's affecting him on that end is probably uh, probably pissing him off even more. So, 
which I don't know if you saw, but supposedly uh, Hammond and May have a permanent ban from his farm. <laughs> they won't. He says they won't appear on the uh, the show. And uh, on one hand, I'm like, that's disappointing. I was like, I'd like to see them just guest spot in like once or twice, but like just just to give them some shit, you know. Yeah. And uh, you know, somebody brought up a fair comment and like, well, you know, nobody was in any. Uh, anybody else's shows like nobody was in Hammond's show nobody was in May's show and uh then somebody also pointed out like that's not entirely true Clarkson was in Hammond's show he just died (laughs) 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 but uh yeah so it's it's one of those things like I get it but still a little disappointing (laughs) yeah um but I hope it's I hope it's just fucking smoke and mirrors and they get a guest spot regardless. Yeah. I'd like to see just one of them show up as like a, as like the delivery guy or something like that, just to, to crack on them once. All right. The other show that's, that's proven to be there still be funny and that we want to see, uh, hopefully more of it, uh, over the next, uh, coming months or a year, <laughs> depending on how long it takes. But, uh, the goes wrong show, we got to see one new episode of that a while back, listeners. It is still hysterical, and I really hope that they made more <laughs> over in the UK. So, yeah. yeah, and we say new, new to us, it's new to us, yeah, <laughs> new to us. Yeah. But uh, was, yeah, I, I, I don't. I wish they would. They would just churn stuff out because I, I would love to see more. <laughs> oh yeah, and BBC wouldn't be so damn fucking. Stingy about shit. Schmeagle like over it. Yeah. <laughs> Golem like. Listeners, thank you for listening to us. Really do appreciate it. We are going to be taking a break for a while. I have family in town, so uh, they're going to be here for a while. So we won't have a new podcast for a while after this. And on top of that, Miles and I are taking a road trip out to see Loach. We have no idea if we'll record on the road or not. But uh, <laughs> if we do, it'll be coming from Virginia. And uh, it might be a while before we get that one edited. But uh Maybe maybe we'll do something. We'll see. Uh, hopefully, we can get Loach in on it. Nothing else. It's fun to think about. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so we uh, we do hope you guys have a good time and that you come back after we get back from the break. Um, we plan on being back uh, probably about the end of the month. End of August, you'll see us again. Follow us on Facebook if you uh, still have your social media. If you don't want to keep your social media, we highly support that. It's probably going to be better for you. It's going to be healthy for you. We'd like to suggest that you go out and meet more people. Uh, vaccinated or unvaccinated at this point it's kind of up to you whether or not whether or not you feel safe enough with that or 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 not uh so do what you want don't let anybody kind of tell you oh you can't do that anymore and stuff like that i mean it's it's getting old right tell your friends about us it's pretty much the only way we get around this is vargo and miles keep on geeking on and we're out (laughs) 